Good morning, all you beautiful peahens and peacocks. It's your Tuesday, your tantric, your T double E double R double I double F double I double C, your Tuesday, whatever you need it to be. Good morning. I'm Jason. You're listening to Jason in the Morning on AM 1321. We try to get you your top three stories from the last 24 hours in less than 15 minutes. We'll get you going this day, whether you're just hanging out at the house, bumming around, whether you're hard at work, on your way to work, on your way to school, cruising across the country, or just hanging out at the beach, whatever it is that you've got going on this day, make it yours. It's Tuesday. We'll be right back after Webster's Wheel gets us kicked off. Jason in the morning. take you back in time take you to the 1960s where the world was in this great arms race and then the space race ensued and russia and the united states are fighting for supremacy and then in a decade or two japan jumps in china heck even india wants to throw in right and you've got kazakhstan launching rockets in the 2000s space race well, sometimes people are a little late to this race. And sometimes, you know, you ever watch a race and, and kind of like, I, I guess more of a kid's race. Adults, you really don't see this a lot. But I don't know. If you've done a 5K recently or anything, you know, and you watch those in the front, the ones that are eager beavers, they want the medal, they want the placing, they want whatever, right? And then you've got the people, they're just they're content being in the back right well here we go and if that's you that's great yeah you're getting out there but england the uk they are in that position according to this story by stephen reed the space race they attempted to launch because they said they wanted to launch things into space from british soil we are making our mark on this so they took a 70-foot rocket they stuffed it with a couple satellites and they were strapping it to a Virgin Airlines Boeing 747. It was going to take nine of these satellites 300 miles above the Earth. But <laughs> Virgin says, ah, uh, yeah, an, an anomaly happened, and uh, this this did not this did not go right. I mean, uh, was this someone's fault? Was it a true anomaly? Was it? something else that that just went wrong i mean according to the stories that we've seen it made it off uh and launched and just didn't go anywhere but then my question is well, well, where did it go right what what goes up must come down uh but you know i, I guess this is one of those things where it's like well, why why now right if, if you haven't been in this race before what what's the catalyst to get it moving now is it you know that's that's what the king wants and that's what the king gets is it you know to detract from this 
book that the former... I, I don't know. Are we supposed to still call him Prince Harry? I mean, I thought he gave up his royalness, right? But either way, they're just... They're, they're not doing a good job. You would think... You know, they would make sure this works. This is all test and evaluation, folks. You got to make sure it works before you go launching it out there for the world to see and into space. <laughs> so just sort that one through your melons. All right, we'll be right back after this break. Welcome to the B-side. So continuing our thought from, from the first one, I mean, you know, it's interesting because either it's an engineering flaw or someone, you know, messed it up and, you know, feeling bad. I don't think we mentioned it the other day, but there was a story out where the Texas A&M and Florida game over the weekend had to be delayed. And the reason was because they get to wherever they were playing the game at the arena and they're like, okay, cool. It's time to get dressed. Where's the uniforms? And the team manager's like, right, right, uniforms. Yes, he had evidently had laid them out to dry at the hotel and had forgotten completely uh, that they were there. So uh, sometimes you just slip. All right, hey, we're continuing these stories. This onslaught against chat, GPT, and the like, and uh, Mind Journey, you know, doing the art. People are all up in arms with these things. And just, you know, piling on. Well, here's another one that you stand by. People are going to be all over this one, too. This one's actually scary. We've tried <laughs> Mind Journey. We've tried uh, Chat GPTs. We've shared with you. We're not going to try this one. Although, although technically, our hesitation in trying this is unfounded because we already have. I now just realized that, you know. And if this is your first time listening, to Jason in the morning on AM 1321. We do it all in one take. We don't edit. You get what you get. You do not throw a fit. And you are listening to me with this realization real time that, uh, yeah, we did not think this one through. But here's the kicker and here's our reason for hesitation when it comes to Microsoft's new AI. And this uh, was broken by Benji Edwards uh, out of the Associated Press. But this new text-to-speech AI model is called Valve, V-A-L-L-E, that, according to the story and according to the release, can simulate someone else's voice with just three seconds of recording. That's right, folks. It can listen to your voice for three seconds, and then it can recreate you saying anything, including your tone, your um, emotions, Right, I, and I guess now that I realize uh, that our voice is out there anyway, maybe we might as well try it, right? I mean, what's what, you say? What's the worst that could happen, and then you end up, you know, uh, in Siberia somewhere because of something you said. But, um, but what this is 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 they wanted to do it. It uses the same um, model uh, inside uh, that GPT uses as well. Uh, so it uses these acoustic tokens, it rolls these in, it uses all the, uh, you know, uh, and I don't know if this is a specific three seconds that you have to say, so it captures all the phonemes and then is able to get into the coding and encoding. But what this is, is if you've been following the news on deep fakes and, and things like that, this only makes it that much more risky for what we're doing and what you're putting out there, folks. So just, again, be careful what you put out there, right? Put your voice out there on a podcast. You might hear it again somewhere else. 
in our next story uh, for this one. This is kind of a happy one for now, but we'll see where it goes in the future. This one by Christine Chung, where she is talking about these folks in Connecticut. And they were just walking their dog, and they decided that, yeah, there's something going on with our dog not acting right. And what they found was a male black bear who was hibernated under their deck. So it was all nested up in there. The bear didn't bother anybody or do anything. And so they posted this on TikTok, and it's been viewed more than 15 million times. Uh, the, the family even went so far as to create their own Instagram account, naming the bear Marty Bear, B-E-A-R, N-A-R-D, Bear Nerd. Uh, and it just says, currently I'm hibernating until I'm ready for a hot bear summer. So kind of cool, kind of interesting uh, for the folks. They did contact uh, state officials and the state said, hey, you're not going to mess with it. It's going to, you know, it'll be fine. And just uh, let him rest until he's done hibernating, according to the story. All right. In sports, I, you know, there's not oftentimes I feel bad for a team, right? Because you say it's better to have been there. It's better to have done these things. It's better to whatever. But man, you talk about a public, public beating. Uh, Georgia left no doubt on the field yesterday. And I mean, even after, I think they scored 14 points after uh, they subbed everybody in. And it is it was just very clear about the difference of Georgia's preparation, Georgia's work, and athleticism. Hats off to TCU for getting there. Um, and I think, I think this is one that's demonstrative. And, you know, Ohio State can say, well, we were a kick away. Well, you still lost, right? But I think the thing here is, you know, TCU came in, beat an undefeated Michigan who had beat Ohio State, right? Uh, Kansas State's like, well, we beat TCU. USC's out there waiting in the wings. Uh, Clemson, you know, left out as well. But the kicker here is, uh, I don't think anybody was going to touch Georgia at all. They were just, you know, when you want to watch a team firing on all cylinders, it was certainly them yesterday. So congratulations to the University of Georgia for winning the NCAA football championship. Uh, you've got uh, some soccer coming up today. You had the Liga Action Osasuna Athletic tied yesterday. Flyers over the Sabres, cracking over the Canadians, both with 4-0 Predators over the Senators, 3-0. Kings over the Oilers, 6-3. Not much going on the men's basketball side of the house. No NFL action for you. English FA Cup, Cup are... <laughs> Uh, yeah, Arsenal beats Oxford United 3-0. Uh, that ends the third round uh, for it. So they're still playing some catch-up there in Serie A. Verona over Cremonese and Bologna loses to Atalanta 2-1. In Liga MX, Pachuca over Puebla 5-1. That's huge. All right, that's what we've got for you today. As always, brought to you by Linda's Library for Socialites and Savages, Julius Prudent Produce, Montauk's Fire Services, Heathcliff's Captivating Lodging, Bernard's Obstacle Golf, it's always tea time at Mad Hatter's, and hey, when you need something, you know where to find it. As always, be good to each other, be good to yourself, be a good human. Jason in the morning, we'll talk to you tomorrow.